Welcome to Answers Unleashed, a talk show to help you reshape your brain with science and faith so you find the answers in front of you. Today's episode is great. I am your host, Olympia LaPointe, and today's episode is your last 24 hours. Your last 24 hours. What would you do and what important message would you share? And uh, this particular episode came to me uh, because of a story late last night. Uh, If you have tuned in last week, you knew that I was staying at my friend's house so I could get all the everything together from when they were steaming and cleaning my apartment. And if you know the story from last week, you know that my friend put me up and I was there. And she yesterday, last night, just experienced something so dramatic that it changed the way that she saw her life. And it was something that happened at her home. This is the same home I was staying at for, uh, for a few days last week. This is what happened. She was in her home. She heard a gunshot. You heard me correctly. She heard a gunshot. She was like, what? Now, she lives in a nice area and everything. And she went over to the door, and apparently somebody was shot in front of her house. I mean, that sounds horrible, horrible. And immediately she called 911. 911 came. One woman was hysteric. She told the woman just to sit down on the porch, and she called 911. And she later on found out that something major had happened between some uh, ex-boyfriend and the girlfriend and a friend and an altercation came out and bam, somebody was literally killed uh, in the middle of the street. It's, it was a horrible situation. And I cannot believe I was just there a couple of days ago resting at her house as my place was being prepared. Well, get this. She knew the guy who was shot and he died. And she, she, uh, she was talking with me last night when all this was happening. I called her up. I saw the information on the news, and I said, "Wait, wait, wait! Isn't that close to where her house is?" And I had called her up, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, the police were looking all in my backyard. They even came in my house looking for the the assailant, the person that just left the scene." And so she's like, "I, I don't. I, this is just so uh, disturbing." And and this is like some people that I knew down the street. And so she had to calm herself. But she later on found out that the same person that she talked to over and over, every time seeing that person had been shot and killed in just 24 hours of her saying hi to him. Now, now that's a dramatic situation. Very few of us have encountered situations like that, but that's the situation that she went through. And I thought to myself, why was it that she experienced that? What was the lesson? Out of all the people's homes, it it could have been any house, but why was it in front of her house? I'm a true believer, and if you read in my book, Answers Unleashed, you know that there's no such thing as chaos and, and coincidences. I actually explain this with chaos theory mathematics. Like Every single thing that happens in life is for a reason, but we may not know the reason why it even is happening. So get this. Here we are. This happens in front of her house. And she texts me this morning and she said, I cannot believe that I just talked to him a few moments, a few hours ago, and that happened. And that made me 
start to question my life, start to question her life. And what was the point for her life? And, and this is what I realized. And this is what you want to listen to, too. That entire situation was tragic. But I've realized in her situation, the reason why that situation happened in front of her home is for her to claim the life that she is still currently living. You see, when we have just a limited time left while here on this planet, our life is placed into perspective. You may not know when you're going to go. I may not know when I'm going to go, although I'm claiming I'm going to be here way into my 80s and 90s healthy, by the way. But you don't know. I don't know. We don't know when our last day is, per se. Not exactly. What would you do in your last 24 hours? If you had the ability to make a significant change in your life, what would you do for the next 24 hours? That's the question I have for you. You see, all of us are here for a purpose. We belong here in this life for a reason, many different reasons. And If you were to look at your life in that type of regard, meaning you have 24 hours to do something in which you have always been wanting to do, what would you do? Let's extend it. If you had seven days to do something you've always wanted to do, what would you do and how would you do it? I love coaching people on writing books. If you know, I have a book publishing company and I've written Mathophobia and Answers Unleashed educational books that I distribute across the the United States and Barnes & Noble through that process. And in that process of, of helping people write books and writing books for myself, I have this coaching plan. And this coaching plan basically is this. Anyone who wants to write a book, I ask them this one key question. If you had seven days left on the planet to live and you could talk to anyone that you'd like, let's say that your family, let's say you'll always be able to talk to them even after death. So that your family is not going to be involved here. But if you had any group of people you would like to talk to for the last seven days that you have here on the planet, what would be your message? Who would it be to? And what would you expect from what it is that you would share? You see, all of us are here for a reason. We belong here on this earth as long as we're breathing and as long as we're alive. And that situation that my friend went through was a reminder for her. She had been going through such craziness in her life with her relationship, with her job, with her finances. And it was such a wake-up call for her to recognize that She's to live her life right now and not wait. What have you always wanted to do to live your life and not wait for it? You know, we we are all are fortunate. We are literally breathing right now. Even if we're sick, we still are breathing. Even if we don't have money, we are still breathing. Even if we've just failed a test, we are still breathing. The fact that you and I have a life is a gift. The question is, what are you going to do with that gift while you are here? What are you going to do with it? 
So uh, I love speaking. If you haven't recognized that, I love speaking. And if I had seven days left on the face of the planet, what I would do is I would go to every single group of people who would be uh, educational in uh, the educational systems or people looking to better their lives. And I would tell them this one key message. Are you ready for this? You are here for a reason. Every single gift that you have, you are to give to this humanity. It doesn't matter what you have been through. It doesn't matter any type of situation in which you are currently going through. The fact is that you have been given life. You have been given an opportunity to do something great that only you can do. And you must, no matter what, have faith that you are being protected, you are being cared for, and you are being guided by God and King, the God's kingdom to create the future that you see for yourself and other people. And it is only you who can fulfill the unique role that you have been assigned. There's nobody else at all who can do what you do. And you have a unique gift, a unique purpose that no one else has. It has your name written on it. And as you overcome fear and as you overcome difficult situations in your life and you learn to do certain things that will help inspire you and other people, you then create the change on this planet that will inspire other people to grow. So uh, what I want you to do right now, we're going to do like a little exercise. We're going to do a little exercise. I would like you to mentally, or you could pick out a paper, you could pick a paper out and you can write down a piece of paper. I want you to write down or identify or text yourself three things that you always wanted to do. One, what what could you do this week or you always wanted to do? Two, what would you do within the next six months that you always want to do? And lastly, what would you do within the next five years that you always wanted to do? Now, I want you to seriously take an inventory. I want you to write this down. What are you going to do this week? What are you going to do in the next six months? And what are you going to do in the next five years? All right. Do you have your list? Do you have your list, you guys? I'm talking to my producers over here, my program directors. Do you have your list? I have my list. Do you want to hear what my list is? Oh, why well, should I have you guys start? <laughs> the, uh, what do you always want to do? What do you always want to do? Uh, to give you a little bit of background about myself, for years, I didn't think I belonged. For years, I didn't think I belonged in school, in, in advanced classes. I didn't think I belonged uh, in the difficult environment that I grew up in. I didn't think I belonged as a rocket scientist. And I didn't think I belonged in all these different places in my life. And I always was not claiming my life. 
I didn't claim what I brought to the table as being a person who is alive. And so because I always had this idea that I didn't belong, I didn't invest in that moment in time because I always felt like I was an outsider. And it wasn't until I started recognizing that I need to feel comfortable in my own skin, in my own home, in my job, in my career, in my world, that I start recognizing that my thinking had to change and that my life was so important that it, I was living it. The same goes true for you. You belong at your job. You belong in your class. You belong in your passions. You belong in photography. You belong in cinema photography. You belong in a great relationship. You belong in a great job. You belong in yourself. You belong. You belong here on earth. It's when we don't think we belong is when we are placed in situations where we are removed. Mm. That was deep. I just just caught that myself. (laughs) It's when we are in situations where we feel we do not belong, it makes it easier for us to be removed. Hmm. So... We all, do do you know, it's interesting. There's this person by the name of Sylvia Brown. She's since passed away, and she was like a psychic. And I'm a very scientific person. I'm a very scientific person. I always love proof, but I'm also very spiritual, too. And I remember uh, listening to this psychic, uh, Sylvia Brown, and I always had, like, a little bit of, like, hesitation at first to wonder whether or not she was really true. Because remember, I'm a scientist. I always wanted to see the facts. And then... Time after time after time after time again, what she was saying was actually coming true. And I was thinking to myself, wow, wow. And so I started understanding my own life and how we all have this sense of intuition. And often, often in, I often wonder, the people who die, the people whose last day it is, do they know it's their last day? That's, that's what I always wondered. And I remember... Uh, reading one of Sylvia Brown's books, and she has written several books, and uh, she used to be, if any of you remember the Montel Jordan show, now this is going way back. You remember the Montel Jordan show? This is back in the 90s. It made me on syndication right now. And she used to appear on the Montel Jordan show and answer questions, and one of the questions in which she answered in her book and then in her talks was, when, when do we go? When, when is it our time to actually leave, and, and how do we know that? And she proposed something that was very fascinating for me to listen to, and, and this is something in which she shared. She has shared that there are five different exit points that people have in their life, five exit points. And apparently, uh, uh, according to her writing, that these five exit points are planned. We actually plan our lives before we actually live it. That's kind of like amazing when I had heard that and, and heard her and read that in her book. She had stated that through uh, through meditation and through this awareness that she had, she recognized that every single one of us had the ability to plan out our lives before we came here. 
as well as we had to plan out the difficulties in which we were going to endure. Like, for example, if I was supposed to be a world leader, let's say I was going to be the next president of the United States, let's say a great president, right? (laughs) I would have different leadership opportunities in order to prepare me for that role. So my life would be given, I would have free will on choosing what would prepare me for that role. One type of uh, preparation for that role would be, okay, uh, let's say I would be in um, working for a senator, let's say. Another preparation for that role may be completely different. It would be perhaps working as a business owner, dealing with different people. Uh, let's say it, if I didn't choose to be a business owner or work for a politician, I had another way of becoming that is which would be uh, being in a philanthropy oriented field so I could meet all the people in that realm. So I would have different ways to be able to get to that ultimate goal, ultimate place that I see myself. Now, at the same time, her writing indicated that we each have five different exit points. Let's say, for example, a person has a choice of dying from a horrible cancer at the age of 80 or going in a quick motorcycle accident at the age of 36. So it would be the person's choice on how they want it to go. And that's what her writing was. And her writing was, once you once a person makes that decision and once that makes that decision to leave, then it is that they want they have certain things that they must accomplish before their last day. And I remember reading that thinking, hmm, I, I wonder how that is. And, and I wonder if the people with whose last day it is, wonder if they know. But then that also brings us to a deeper point. How are you claiming your life so you don't give it away? How are you claiming your life so you don't give it away? Now, each of us are in positions where we have the opportunity to make a significant change in our life with ourselves and with other people. With that in mind, what is your gift that you plan to do this week? What have you always wanted to do? For me, I always, always, always wanted to have um, my own show. (laughs) And I'm very thankful because this is a part of it. And I used to watch uh, TV when I was younger thinking to myself, "I, I wanted to be on TV, I wanted to be on TV. And so this week, what I'm going to do is develop that passion. Create the second episode of Answers Unleashed. I've, if, if you go to AnswersUnleashed.com, you'll see the first TV episode in which my team and I created this great episode about the power of books at the Los Angeles Times Festival of Books. So check it out if you have the opportunity to. So this week what I'm doing is I'm going through all the video of the second taping of the Answers Only show and going through it and creating something that will last longer than I live. When we are here... Our job is to create something that will last far after we leave. Now, it doesn't have to be uh, something like I'm doing. I'm creating YouTube uh, channels and videos and stuff like that. So people will be able to look at that and have that reference for eons, you know, eons. 
way after it is that I choose to leave this earth. And mind you, I'm going to be leaving like in my 80s and 90s. We're going to have some new form of nanotechnology and in and like 3D videos and like all YouTube will be like robots. Who knows? So, but we're going to have some sort of uh, updated type of version like that. And I'll be creating more stuff for that. But whatever it is that you are, whatever it is that you want to do, you what you want to know is what lasting impression will you make on someone else through what it is that you do? Whether it is creating a space of safety and, and calmness for someone else so they know that they are cared for. You create things that are timeless. You create things that will live beyond your life. So once you have that paper, do you have that paper with those three things on it? All right. So here's now the second thing you're going to do. You're going to identify what you think is stopping you this week from getting it done. That's number one. What? Well, number two, I should say. What is stopping you from doing what it is that you want to do this week? All right, for me, I want to create that show. What's stopping me is I think I don't have enough time. I think, oh my gosh, how am I going to fit that into my schedule? I have to go and teach class. I have to do laundry. I have to clear down and, and move more stuff out in in my uh, apartment to make sure it's uh, all clear. There's all sorts of excuses that we build up for ourselves that keeps us from moving forward. And this is how you can completely remove that. Select this week alone, and this is for the first thing that's on your list, select three time periods this week, at least three separate hours this week to have you move towards what it is that you want to do. Three separate hours. You don't have to do it all at once. If you want to be a great cinema photographer and shooting film for all these different high-class movies, take one hour of your day. Plan it tomorrow. Take one hour out of your day and think, all right, I am going to research all the different movie houses in the area and find out what type of work they need for help with production, for production. If you want to do something else, let's say, let's say you want to ask that girl out that you've always been wanting to ask out because you just are fascinated by her. What are you going to do today? or tomorrow to initiate a deeper type of relationship. Once you allocate time for that, you now are belonging in your life. You now are owning your time. You are now owning your future, and now by you owning it, you have the ability to give it away. So this is what you want to do. You want to own your time. Own your time and dedicate time this week towards getting it done. Now there's something six months on your sheet, right? So here's the second uh, part of this process. For the second thing on your list that you want to do in six months, I want you to identify what's stopping you. What's stopping you for that? Be honest with yourself. Only you know what's stopping you. Like for me, oh my gosh, 
I see myself, now I'm not quite sure about where you see, but I know what I see for myself. <laughs> I see myself hosting a major show on a major network television show. I don't know how that's going to come about. I don't know what that is, but I see it. And that's what I see for myself in six months. Watch us play this video in six months from now and we'll chuckle and we realize, oh my God, this came through. True. What I see for myself in six months is doing this major show, sharing this information with millions of people. What do you see for yourself? But do you know what stops me? I will think I don't have enough experience. Now, there's so many people that will have that same idea. I can't do it. I don't have enough experience. I don't know how to get that done. I've, I've never been in that type of role. There's other people more qualified. It's, it's so much competition. These are all the things that will run through your head. But these are all excuses. You have to think to yourself, if this is my last week on earth, this is, if this is my last 24 hours on earth, how is this going to happen? How am I going to usher this reality into existence? So once you identify that excuse that you have, what you're going to do is you're going to remove the excuse and replace it with something that is uh, the truth. Like, for example... If I think I'm going, if I really want to become like a, a person in the media in the next six months and I think I'm not qualified, that's an excuse. So what you're going to do is over this next six months, identify three different things that you can do to remove that excuse. So let's say, let's say I want to become this great, great, uh, well-known person and I don't have experience. All right. What? Can I do within the next six months three things that I can do that will give me more experience that will prepare me for that? When we are actually moving towards something that we're looking forward to, we create a life force momentum. This is an energy field that comes from you that actually generates and it rotates. It's like, you know, have you ever seen like a, a, a tornado when it like sucks up things and it just like goes and it goes and, and everything that comes in its path, it just becomes attracted to it and it just blows up and it goes up. That's your life force. You have this type of momentum around you that circulates. You have a force that circulates around you that anywhere you go, you pick up as well as disperse anything in which you're around. When you have a desire, and I talk about this in my book, uh, Answers Unleashed, when you have a strong desire towards something, you create a momentum force around you and it generates its own energy. This energy is generated by your thoughts on how you're looking forward to creating something great in the process of owning your life and belonging in your life at that moment. So whatever it is that you see for yourself, you, by planning out the steps in which you're going to carry out over the next six months, you generate a force a powerful life force around you that becomes unstoppable. That life force becomes so unstoppable that you generate life. When you generate life, no one can take it away. Only you have the ability to take away life from yourself. No one else has that ability. Only you. 
And when you are claiming your life, when you are belonging in your life, when you are choosing to believe that your life has a purpose and a meaning, you then create ownership over life. And it's you and the creator above that creates this force where everywhere that you step, you change lives, including your own. All right, the third thing on your list, the thing that you want to do in five years. Now, this is what I want you to do. I want you to be really honest with yourself. I want you to ask yourself, why do you want to do that in five years? Why? What is the reason? Whatever it is that you want to do in five years, the reason behind that is more than likely the reason we gets you up on a daily basis to keep going. Whatever it is that you see yourself doing in five years and the reason why you want to do that is what will get you up every single day in the morning to keep on going with life. Ooh, I felt that one. That intention that you have to create that reality creates a powerful drive in you that allows you to claim your life and live it to the extent that you truly desire. For me in five years, do you know where I see myself? I see myself in five years having multi-millions of dollars. Ah! Now, how is that going to happen? I bought a lottery ticket for the last time, and look, I didn't get the numbers right. Now, how is that going to happen? I have no clue. But the question is, why on earth would I want millions of dollars? You know, that just why on earth? And this is where, this is where I had to investigate my own beliefs. I wanted millions of dollars not to have it, but to help people, specifically to help people in their education with myself included, help myself in my education. I'm a long-time learner. I, the reason why I do this show is what I learn in the process of, of my own self-development, and I share it with you. And when the people that I interview, I call the newest Einsteins, what I learn, I share it with you. It's like my life is continual education. And so I recognize that what changed my life is education. And the reason why I wanted the money isn't for the money. It's for the purpose of helping educate people with the resources that they need in order to master their life. And the second reason why I wanted the money is because health. If, if you have tons of money, but you have no health and you're sick, you would want to change every single bit of that money just for health. I'm, I'm telling you right now, ask any type of cancer patient. If, if you, the, every single type of cancer patient will know this. Money helps to get the treatment and everything else like that. But when it all comes down to it, they would trade, they would trade anything for health. If you have a multimillionaire and they're sick with cancer, they would trade all their money in a heartbeat to be well. When it all comes down to it, your health and well-being is what establishes a foundation for you. And it's not just your physical health. It is your emotional health. 
and it is your spiritual health. All those three together create such a balance in your life where you're able to change your life. And so the reason why I wanted money was because I wanted to help initiate that health in people, both mental health, physical health, and emotional health in tangible ways. So whatever it is that you have always seen yourself doing in the next five years, when you ask yourself why you see yourself doing that, the answer to that question, my friend, is the answer to why you are here on this earth. So when that situation happened with my friend, when the man came up on the porch and, and well, the girl came up on the porch and the man was dead in the center, I texted her and I said, do you know what? This is a this is a message for you. Out of every single house that could happen, he happened to be right in front of your house. That's a sign that you're supposed to live your life to the fullest. He's reminding you that you still have your life. You still have opportunities in front of you. You still have that moment to tell that someone something in which you've always wanted. You still have that opportunity to write that book or to create that play or to create that monumental project that people will remember for years to come, even after your life. And you still have the ability to take care of yourself and create the life you've always wanted for yourself. You know why? You're still breathing. You still have this moment in time. And what you will do with it, I guarantee you, after watching and hearing this show, it will be powerful. I am your host, Olympia LaPointe, always here with you, telling you and sharing with you great news here on Answers Unleashed. This is a show at kpcradio.com. This is an educational show hosted by great program directors who are students here at Pierce College. You check check out all the other shows on kpcradio.com. You can check out our show on AnswersUnleashed.com. You can... Find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Point. Call us at 888-88-ANSWERS to ask a question you never know. Your question might be played on air or answered on air, rather. And uh, and you can always, no matter what, uh, find me and all the podcasts on AnswersUnleashed.com slash podcast. So this is the message for today. You have 24 hours. You have one week. You have six months and you have five years. Belong in your life. Own your time. Create something that's going to be powerful for you and other people. And watch you create a life that inspires others. Allow yourself to be the change that you wish to see in this world. I am your host, Olympia LaPointe. And I'll see you next time.